My name is Sean Jordan. Welcome to the Adaptive Outdoorsman Podcast. Here we'll be discussing the history and legacy behind disabled hunters, trappers, anglers, and how they adapt and persevere in the woods, on the line, and on the water. Welcome everyone to the podcast. I'd like to introduce my guest, Todd LeMay, president of Terrain Hopper USA, based out of Tempe, Arizona, which produce off-road mobility vehicles, which can be used for hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, and strolls, and wherever you want to go. It was founded in 2008 in the United Kingdom. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I know we... uh, been playing email tag for quite some time and i know you had an injury a while back and it's great to see you're back up and running again yeah yeah i've got a you know i use a wheelchair and, and i got i got brittle bones and one of my dogs got a little rambunctious one day and knocked me out of my chair and so i was i broke my arm and my leg and a few other things and i was out of commission for for a little while there but i'm i'm back to 100 percent now and and, uh, and, and, you know, I still have my dog. So <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, and I know before the podcast, we were talking about dogs and you said you had two golden doodles and one of them was eight pounds. It wasn't the eight pounder, was it? <laughs> no, it was not. It was not. Uh, we've got an eight, eight pound golden doodle and a, and a 45 pound golden doodle and, and certainly it was it, it was the big one that, that that did all the damage so but she was chasing the small one so so i'm, I'm not sure who to blame <laughs> yeah i i understand the big one chasing the small one because prior to the podcast i had my german shepherds going after each other literally stampeding through the house so <laughs> it's definitely a dog house so yeah so uh when did you get involved with uh, Terrain Hopper? Yeah, so so you know, I as I mentioned before, I have I have a brittle bone disease called osteogenesis imperfecta. It's something I was I was born with. I've been in a wheelchair my whole life, and I grew up on the East Coast in Maine, and I always loved going to the beach. But for you know, my whole life, the beach and you know began and ended at, at the parking lot because you know wheelchairs mm-hmm. don't work very well obviously, you know, in the sand. And so when I got older and I decided, you know, I really want to get something that I can get me out on the beach or get me, you know, on, on hiking trails or what have you, I really wanted to, you know, find something. So I did it, you know, one day back in 2000, I think five, I did a, a you know, Google image search of off-road wheelchairs and, you know, they had track chairs and, and all sorts of different other things. I didn't really want to get a track style chair just because with, with my brittle bones, I wanted something that, that had some suspension, something that, uh, you know, that wouldn't jolt me around very much. And I, mm-hmm. and one of the images I came across was a terrain hopper. And so mm-hmm. I, you know, I did, you know, I went to their website and to confirm that, yeah, it is an adaptive mobility vehicle. And of course I reached out to them and, Thank God they were in the UK and not China because I could at least speak the language. <laughs> and so, um, right. So, so I reached out to them and I said, I, you know, I want to buy one of these and have it shipped. Well, they, they weren't shipping anything outside of, you know, Europe. And, and, and I, you know, I explained to them, I had, you know, I just want to have one of these. And so they weren't willing to ship anything. So fast forward a year and I called them back again and I said, okay, we're willing to ship to the U S now. So. I bought one. They shipped it here, 
And it was just amazing. I mean, I was able to get out on the beach. It was a nice, smooth ride, four-wheel independent suspension. It was very powerful. I was able to go hiking with my wife for the first time. Um, and, and everywhere that I went, um, people would be like, oh, my God, I've never seen anything like that. Um, you know, where did you get it? I have an uncle who could use something like that. My, my mom could use something, but you know, like I have a friend who's, who's disabled who could use something like that. And so, you know, it got me thinking, boy, wouldn't it be great if we could have a, a, um, you know, a factory here in the United States where we could produce these here locally? So I reached out to the, the owners, um, in the UK and I said, can I buy their manufacturing rights for the U.S. and Canadian market? And they said, sure. So I, I bought the rights uh, to manufacture them here in the U.S. and, and ship to Canada and Mexico. And, um, and that was, excuse me, back in 2017. And we began production in 2018. And so we're, you know, we're going on, you know, a little over five years now. And, uh, and it's been, very successful and we're you know we're we're doing a lot of a lot of great things for a lot of amazing people and so we're you know we're having fun yeah so what was sales like in the beginning versus now so so in the beginning um you know the challenge is letting people know that you exist and 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 you know we actually sold probably 20 20 machines before we even uh opened the factory and so we, we had a lot of pre-sales, uh, nice. because, because a lot of people in the U.S. had inquired over the years about a terrain hopper. So we had, you know, we had a, a group of individuals here that already wanted one. There was already a demand, um, you know, for when we opened the, 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 the factory. So, you know, so far, you know, we've, we've built, um, and sold about 250, uh, terrain hoppers over the last, you know, few years. Um, and, you know, sales right now are really good. You know, we've got anywhere between 20 and 30 machines in our production queue and our backlog. Um, and so, so, you know, yeah. things are going, you know, very well. You know, it was a, a little bit of a challenge during the pandemic to get parts and, and, uh, you know, supply chain and stuff like that. But, you know, other than that, um, you know, it's, it's going, it's going very well. That's great. And I know that. There, you said from reading that they're good for hunting. How do people take them hunting out? So, so like for hunting, you know, we have a number of, of you know, of our customers that will mount, you know, like a rifle mount on there. They'll use uh, a a um, a piece of hardware called a final rest, um, which allows mm. them to, uh, you know, it's a three hundred and sixty degree swivel. They can mm -hmm. put their rifle on, or they can put their crossbow on it. Um, and, you know, and they can, with, with one hand, they can shoot, aim, um, and, and, uh, and, um, you know, and all the things that you would normally be able to do with a crossbow, you know, or a rifle. Um, right. we've got a couple of videos, um, and pictures on our, on our YouTube site of people, you know, out hunting, you know, packing their, their entire terrain hopper with all their camping equipment and rifles and, and, you know, everything. I mean, it, you know, it will haul a lot of equipment. Um, and you know, with its long wheelbase, um, it's very, very stable. You can put hundreds of pounds of stuff on that machine. 
Nice. And is the Shrain Hopper a electric or gasoline? It's 100% electric. So it nice. it makes very little very little noise. Um, each wheel has its own motor, so it's it's true four wheel drive. Um, nice. And and and, you know, and if you wanted to, you know, you can switch it to two wheel drive very easily. There's just levers, you know, on on you know on each motor, so you can make it front wheel drive only or rear wheel drive only or four wheel drive. And the, the reason why someone might do that is, is if they wanted to, um, you know, really extend their battery range, they could, mm-hmm. you know, put it in two wheel drive mode if they weren't going into any rough terrain. Well, that's good. Uh, now, have you ever tried any of the comp- competitors equipments recently or? So, so I'm, I'm very familiar with, with all of the main competitors, like, you know the action track chairs and outrider and and uh, you know there's track master there's there's the rip chair which is made in maine not that far from where i grew up um mm-hmm. i've i've tried the track chairs i can say i haven't tried any of the other ones um but i you know i have personally rode in a, you know in a track chair yeah i know i was wanting to get you guys on too and i was able to and i think yeah out of all of them, it's Trackshare, Outrider, and Terrain Hopper, the three big ones that I know mm-hmm. they talk about. So I got the trifecta. Right, right. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, and, and right. what, what's interesting is is that, you know, there's, uh, you know, if you look at the three different chairs, the Terrain Hopper, the Outrider, and, you know, and really any track style chair, um, yeah. they, they each have kind of their own purpose. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and so like, for instance, you know, with the, with the outrider, it goes really fast. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, so it, it, if you, if you like going fast and far and, you know, and going through trails that are, you know, meant for ATV trails and things like that, that's, that's a great product. The, the, the action track chair and, and track style chairs, you know, uh, you, you know, if you like to hunt and you want to be able to hunt from standing position, Certainly, you know, the, the track standard that they have is, you know, it, yeah. that, or if you're going to be, you know, working like in a farm or something like that, and you need to have kind of it all open in front of you to do different things. Um, yeah. and then, you know, and with the terrain hopper, the terrain hopper is, is perfect for, you know, going on, on hiking trails, going on the beach, you know, anything that's, that's very, you know, aggressive. And so, you know, like our, our terrain hopper, we can climb steps with it. Um, you, you, you know, you really wouldn't do that with any of the other chairs because the, you know, you either wouldn't have enough torque or you'd, you know, risk, you know, tipping over. But we've, we've yeah. complete flights of steps. Um, I, I've been to the beach before where I'm in my terrain hopper and you get to the end of the parking lot and there's a flight of stairs to go down to the beach and we just, yeah. we just drive down the stairs. Um, so it's, it's extremely, extremely stable and it has a lot of torque yeah waterproofing pretty good on it yep yep we we do um we have a waterproofing option which everyone has always gotten um we actually waterproof um the motors the battery box and everything um so you can go in up to 20 inches of water um so i've been i've been through little streams i've been on the beach where my you know my feet my legs are underwater and i'm just you know my Motors are completely submerged and it'll just keep going. And we've got a couple of videos, um, on our YouTube page, um, that has, you know, shows people going really deep into some streams. Yeah. I imagine going out to the beach and you'd want to actually get wet. So you're like, 
Okay, screw this going through. Yeah, yeah. I that was probably one of the thrills of my life when I first got out on the beach, and I was like, you know what? I wanna, I wanna feel the waves crashing against my feet, and my legs, and, and 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 you know, and yeah, and we did that, and and it was just, it was just a blast. It was such a great feeling. I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to come off the beach because it was, it was just so cool. Right. All you need to do is put a submersible on it, uh, not submersible, but flotation device and outriggers on it and put a motor on it. <laughs> Look, honey, I've got a boat now. <laughs> that's what we, um, that's what someone was saying that, you know, we should certainly try to, you know, make it into a little bit of like a jet ski. But uh, then you got a whole, a whole different range of questions and safety issues and things like that. So. Right. You got to set up uh, one terrain hopper that gets you to the beach. Then you just got to transfer over to the terrain hopper uh, buggy. Or right. Right. God. <laughs> terrain hopper jet ski. Right. Yeah. There, that's a work in progress. <laughs> how about, yeah. how about so, water hopper? Water hopper. Oh, water hopper. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Water hopper is a good one. So, when uh, have you gone hunting at all? With I, I don't. I don't hunt um, for a number of reasons. You know, one yeah. being um, I, I just never really got into it. wasn't really interested. But secondly, with with my brittle bones, um, it, mm-hmm. it, shooting a gun or lifting a gun or whatever is certainly um, uh, beyond what I can handle. Yeah. Yeah. They have um, alternative styles of hunting with it. You can use um, a sip and puff Mm -hmm. or a few other things. I actually saw this with a guy where, yeah, it's hooked up in a, uh, not a death grip, but it's something else that's from a B adaptive equipment based out of um, Warsaw, Indiana. Mm -hmm. It's a thing that goes underneath your seat. And it holds the firearm and everything in there. And yeah, you have a sip and puff and you can aim and fire is perfectly fine. Your arms are clear and free. The firearm is held completely tight. Do you think something like that be able to be used with the terrain hopper? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't. I mean, we can, you know, we've mounted so many different things on the terrain hopper. We, we have a winch that we can put on the front. We've got a bazooka mm-hmm. speaker system, you know, we've, we've done, you know, different, you know, rifle and crossbow mounts, you know, we've done, you know, backpacks, cases, platforms on the back where someone can stand on and ride along with you. I mean, there's so many different things. And, and a lot of times we'll have a customer come to us and they'll have an idea of something that they want and we'll go ahead and make it happen for them. And then, you know, now we offer that as, as an option. And nice. so, so, you know, the machine weighs about you know, between 500 and 550 pounds, and, and it is extremely um, stable. We have videos, you know, showing someone just, tr- you know, having it up on its side, um, you know, and trying to tip it over. And it just, I mean, it's, it's yeah, obviously, you know, you can tip over anything if you try, like a tank or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but it is, it is extremely stable with a low center of gravity. And, you know, we've been to a, um, there's a park that's not that far from here where I live in Green Creek, Arizona, and they've got all these different trails and you, you know, you know, when you go on trails, they've got different yeah. ratings. They've got, they've got easy, moderate and you know difficult. And 
when we got our terrain hopper, we started going out there. Of course, we hit all the easy trails first, and that and they were easy with the terrain hopper. And then we hit all the medium trails, the uh, uh, or I should say the, the the moderate trails, and we were able to do all those. And then one day we went out there, and of course the rangers know who we are, you know, and they were saying, "So which trail are you going to do today? Oh, we're going to do the, the 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 diamond trail." And they're like. I don't think you're going to make it up there because our, our four wheeler drive Kubota won't even make it up there. And, and, you know, I said, okay, well, we'll, we'll call you from the top. And so, you know, two hours later, we were up up at the top and we called them and they just couldn't believe that we, you know, we were able to get two terrain hoppers up at the top of that mountain. Yeah. What's the uh, average range for the battery? So, um, our standard battery pack, everything's lithium. Um, so we don't do mm-hmm. AGM, we don't do, you know, gel cell or anything like that. Um, our, our standard, you know, battery pack is an eight mile range, but you can upgrade to up to a 24 mile range. And that's, and that's, you know, full, a full lithium battery pack. And one of the, mm-hmm. one of the unique things about the terrain hopper is that because we're using lithium batteries and we have a battery monitoring system from Victron, you can actually look at, um, you know, the gauge on the dashboard, and it will tell you the exact percentage of batteries that you have left. So it's not like a red, you know, you know, yellow, green, where you kind of have to guess where you're at. This will tell you you got forty seven percent left, you got thirty two percent left, and so it nice. keeps, it keeps track of all the energy going through the system, um, so you know exactly what you have left. Now, if you go camping with it, how many days would you have available for it? And does it have uh, charging? Yes. So we don't go by days because, you know, it really depends on how often they're using it during the day and how many miles they're going. So if mm-hmm. you if you had the maximum battery pack, you know, you'd have 24 miles. Um, and, and so you could certainly extend that by doing what I said before, putting it in two-wheel drive mode and so mm-hmm. you could have you know you could extend that to 40 miles by putting it in two-wheel drive mode um and you could certainly charge it you know using an, an inverter you could charge it from your truck or from your okay. car um and, you know and some people set it up so they can charge it while it's on the trailer we've seen people um you know we have a platform on the back of the terrain hopper where some people they bring you know if they're going to be going out for you know days on end on a camping trip they'll bring a little honda generator and they'll just strap it down to the back of the of the terrain hopper. So when they're stopped for the evening, they'll fire up the generator, charge up their terrain hopper. And so there's a think, bunch of different options. Do you think solar panels would work too as well? So or is the 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 charger requires 500 watts to run because mm-hmm. it's a 20 amp charger. And so um, 500 watts on solar panels is quite a fairly decent sized array that you'd have to lay mm-hmm. out. Um, so it's certainly possible, or you could do a smaller charger, like maybe a, a, uh, like a, you know, maybe a six amp or an eight amp charger. Um, and then, you know, you know, you could do a smaller array, then it takes longer to charge, but yeah. certainly, certainly you could charge it with, with solar. That wouldn't be a problem. Nice. So what do you see is the future for terrain hopper in the United States? And, North America. So, 
the future, I think, is is bright. I think there's a lot of of uh, local and national park systems and nonprofit organizations who are, you know, have recognized and I continue to recognize the benefits of having um, access to their parks and their trails. And so, mm-hmm. you know, our, our ultimate goal is to have, uh, you know, accessible vehicles um, at every park where someone, you know, if someone wants to go to you know, any of the state parks in Arizona or, or North Carolina or Colorado or wherever, they have mm-hmm. the option of either renting or reserving or what have you a chair to get them out. And I think the the unique thing about the terrain hopper compared to the other ones that we mentioned earlier is we have handlebar controls. And so, you know, all the other ones are, you know, are, are, are joystick controls. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that don't use wheelchairs um, that can be intimidated by joystick controls. And, you know, certainly takes a little bit of getting used to, you know, with the terrain hopper, if, if you've got someone who has never used a wheelchair, but they might have a bad hip or a bad knee and they want to go out on a hiking trail, um, but they're intimidated mm-hmm. by using, you know, a, you know, wheelchair with a joystick, they can hop in the terrain hopper and use the handlebars to drive it. Cause you know, they've been, you know, using handlebars to drive vehicles their whole life. And so there's some familiarity there. Um, with, with, uh, you know, using handlebars versus a joystick. And of course we, right. you know, we do have the joystick option as well. Um, so. So it's like, um, sort of like an ATV almost. Are you sitting, uh, with your feet together or actually like you're straddling an ATV? No, you're sitting with your feet together. It's like you're sitting on your couch. It's like you're sitting at your kitchen table driving around. You're not, you're not, you know, you're not straddling anything. You're, you're not leaned back. You know, mm. you're in an upright, seat just like you would be in a wheelchair or at your kitchen table and you got the handlebars in front of you and there's a little finger throttle there and so you just you know pull that little finger throttle towards you to go forward and then push it away from you to go backwards just like a you know any normal scooter but if you if you for whatever reason if you couldn't use the handlebars there's a button on the dashboard you just push that button and it switches over to the joystick controls and you can drive the entire machine with a joystick oh that's nice yeah, I was wondering about that. I was like, I was thinking it was like an ATV where you're sitting there from the pictures and whatnot. But then, yeah, telling about that it reminds me of one of those Walmart uh, things you sit down in, you go around shopping cart. Right, right. Yeah, it's 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 similar to that with the controls, um, but mm-hmm. everything else is completely different. <laughs> yeah, right. A little more powerful and. A lot smoother of a ride, right? Right. Yeah, and and you know, I think I think if you if you look at the quality of what we're doing, I mean, you know, ninety five percent of our machine is aircraft grade aluminum. Um, it, you know, the, the only thing that's steel on it are the are the rims, but everything is you know aircraft grade aluminum, all stainless steel, um, which is mm. another reason why you can go ahead and you know and take it out on the beach and you know and get some salt water on it because it's not going to rust. Um, and so we, you know, obviously, you know, we recommend if you do take it out on the beach or you do get your salt water on it, that you hose it off and you get back. Um, but, yeah. but, but it's, it's, it's designed to last and, and, and it's designed with, with quality and safety and, and capability in mind. 
Yeah. So can you take the terrain topper into other, into buildings or. So the, the terrain hopper certainly could be taken into like big box stores. You know, I've taken mm-hmm. mine into Home Depot and Lowe's. I've taken mine into Walmart. Beyond that, you really wouldn't want to take it, you know, into any other type store just because it's, you know, it's 34 inches wide and it's, it's six feet long. Um, and so, so, um, you know, you wouldn't take it into a restaurant or anything. It's, it, it's designed to be solely used outdoors. You couldn't use it in your house. Yeah. Now for cost of the machine, how do they compare to the competitors? So I think that, that we're, we're fairly competitive. Um, we might be just a, you know, just a tad higher because of the quality of the materials that we're using and the fact that mm-hmm. we've got four motors instead of two um, and, you know, and the lithium batteries that we use. Um, but our, our terrain hopper starts at $18,995. And then it can yeah. go up from there depending on what options you want. I mean, we have 30, you know, 30 plus options. We can do a heated seat now. That's one of our new options. And so, you know, we have a lot of people up, up in you know, cold country um, that'll mm-hmm. do the heated seat. It's just, it puts out the same amount of heat that your car does. And, you know, it's got a you know low setting and a high setting. And that, that option tends to really um, increase the, the uh, longevity of your season for going mm-hmm. out and, and, and enjoying the terrain hopper. Or if you want to go hunting, you know, that, that heated seat can really, you know, can really keep you warm. So, so, so to kind of answer your question, um, I think I think we are pretty competitive, um, mm-hmm. but 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 like I said, um, you know we're probably just a little bit higher because of the quality of the materials that we're that we're using. Yeah. Well, one of the things I wanted to mention: there's a foundation out there called Hoppers for Heroes, and yeah. and that foundation, um, you know, you can go to hoppersforheroes.org, and and you can you know if you're interested in trying to get a grant. To go towards, um, uh, you, you know, the price of a terrain hopper, yeah. then you can apply for that grant. They do grants one thousand to five thousand dollars, and okay. so, so to the extent that that someone needs a little bit extra help to get the cost down to make it a little bit more affordable, they could certainly apply for a grant if they just email info at hoppersforheroes.org and tell them, you know, mm-hmm. about their their story, you know, what their mobility challenge is. Uh, you know, you know what they would do with a terrain hop, or how it would change their life, and that type of thing. Right now, um, do they do purchase plans through you guys, or do they have to subsidize with a bank or anything else? So we do have um, a bank um, called American One Credit Union, and mm-hmm. they do finance the terrain hoppers. Um, so you know, we don't have anything to do with it other than just kind of pointing people in that direction. So they could certainly, you know, go to our website, um, you know, which would link them to the American One Credit Union site. They can apply for a loan. <clears throat> the interesting thing about American One is that they finance them like an ATV. So if you were to try to go to your your normal bank and try to finance, you know, any chair, you know, terrain hopper, tractor, anything like that, they're only going to give yeah. you a personal loan. And personal loans have a higher interest rate. And the max yeah. term is about two years. <clears throat> With American One, they are willing to finance it like an ATV, so you get a lower rate, 
and you can finance it over five or six years. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been looking at some of these uh, chairs, like the train, the uh, uh, track chair and the, dear good Lord, I am out of it. <laughs> yeah. The outrider. And it's about the equivalent of a small car loan. So, mm -hmm. yep. Yep. That's about the only way I could ever think about it, but I don't know if they would classify it as an auto loan. Yeah, they would, they, they would classify it as a, as an ATV loan at American one. Yeah. Well, I was about a normal bank or whatnot. Right. So with the terrain hopper, have you taken it fishing at all? I personally have not taken it fishing, but we have a lot of customers who have sent us pictures and videos of them, you know, fishing. You know, I've got mm -hmm. I've got one pretty pretty amazing photo of a gentleman and he's fly fishing and mm -hmm. he's sitting in the middle of a stream that's probably a hundred hundred yards wide. And he's sitting in his terrain hopper in the middle of the stream fly fishing by himself and it's it's really really a cool picture nice in fact i think yeah. probably on our website if you went and uh you know and if someone wanted to see it they can check it out on our website and it might even be in our brochure nice now you said they can go up and down steps can they go over down logs or anything else like that oh yeah 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 and that's and that's one of the things that's that really sets us apart from the other chairs as well is that you know, because of our ground clearance, which is almost 10 inches, um, mm -hmm. and the fact that we have two sets of wheels, like an ATV, you know, you can go up over the log or up over the steps or whatever with the front wheels, come down and then bring the back wheels up. You know, you know, it's not like you're, you're going up like a teeter totter, like with a, you know, with a track style chair where it comes slamming down on the other side, you can go over it very smoothly. Nice. Independent suspension works fine. Yep. Four wheel independent suspension and, and, and you, you can actually adjust the suspension on the fly. So you can make it harder or softer, depending on the type of environment that you're going to be, that you're going to be in. Um, hmm. so, but we have, we have videos all on our YouTube page showing, you know, all of the different, uh, you know, it driving up and down steps, going over logs, you know, on the beach and the water, sand. We have one video just to kind of show, yeah, actually it's two videos, to show its power. We have one where it's it's towing a 6,000-pound diesel truck across a parking lot. So so it's it's pulling that truck across a parking lot. Then we have another video of a, of a small little ATV trailer hooked up to the back of the terrain hop where we loaded 500 pounds of batteries in the trailer. And then we drove it up a 20 degree slope. Wow. So it's, it's got a lot of power, a lot of torque. Yeah. 6,000 pounds. That thing can drag a lot of weight. Yep. Now, now it was, you know, it, it was a truck on wheels and neutral, but still mm -hmm. to even get that going, you got to have a lot of torque. Yeah. I mean, 6,000 pounds in general. I mean, yep. How much battery did it use with that? Uh, I, I'm not sure how much, you know, how much got used when it was, you know, cause we only, we only drug it for, I don't know, maybe 50 or 60 feet just to show that it could do it. Um, yeah. but, but those videos are on our, on our website for people to check out. 
Well, yeah, that was my next question, actually, is about the weight and how much it could actually haul. Because hauling out a black bear or something, if somebody decides to go black bear hunting, uh, would they be able to actually reach down and grab the animal they're actually hunting by themselves, or would they need help? Well, it, you know, it, it depends on the individual. Every individual mm-hmm. has different capabilities, so I, I wouldn't be able to speak for, you know, for them. Um, but, I, you know, there is a couple of videos we have of people who went out hunting by themselves and they sent us a video of, you know, a selfie of them dragging their deer out behind their terrain hopper, you know, out of the woods. And so, you know, it certainly has, you know, enough power. I don't know how much a black bear weighs and I don't know if you'd really want to be dragging something like that on the the ground. And maybe if you had a a sled or something like that, Mm -hmm. put it in because you don't want to ruin it. Um, But, but it certainly has, that power to do those things. All right. Now, what type of improvements are you wanting to do over the next few years for it? Or do you think it's just pretty well in its groove right now? There's always things that you can do to improve. Um, One of the things that we're working on right now is a two wheel drive version, you know, of, of the terrain hopper, which will be, you know, mm-hmm. a, you know, a little bit less expensive and more of an entry level version of the terrain hopper. And nice. so, so the, you know, cause we have a lot of customers who they don't necessarily want to take it on aggressive trails and they don't want to, you know, necessarily take it out on the beach. They just want to be able to go on, you know, normal hiking trails and they want to look cool doing it. And, right. and so, and certainly in the terrain hopper, you know, they can do that. So um, you know, we're, we're always, uh, changing, adding options like the heated seat thing I mentioned earlier. Uh, you know, the bazooka speaker system, you know, it seems like every, every couple of months we're adding a different, you know, a different option. And, and, and so, you know, we're always, always changing and improving things and, and we'll continue to do that. Now, has it ever gotten stuck in anything, something that it cannot tackle that you would recommend? users avoid so um you know i i've been in the terrain hopper in soft sand and mud and rain and steep hills um i'm aware of one instance where a customer got it stuck in a mud bog which which i think most vehicles are going to get stuck he was he was up over the top wheels in mud and so so you know, they had to use the winch to pull him out. So he, he happened to have a winch on on the front of his terrain hopper. So they just pulled it up and hooked it to a tree or another vehicle, and they just pulled him out. Um, but but certainly, like any vehicle, there's limitations to it. Um, mm-hmm. But but I I've never personally been stuck in anything. Um, and the feedback that we've gotten from all of our customers is, you know, I I didn't think that I'd be able to make it through that area or up that hill or whatever, but it just, it just did it. Right. Take it mudding now. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen those mud pits, those trucks go through and they get stuck halfway through. I'm like, why would you do that to a brand new truck? Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. And they're getting covered in mud doing it. Oh yeah. Now, do you have a feature where, Obviously, you live in Arizona, so it's a very hot and sunny state. Uh, do you have a feature where they actually have cover over top? So that's that's something that that we are working on. 
Um, we've been asked about that a couple of times. Um, mm-hmm. And we do have a couple of options. We can point people in the right direction for like getting like a, like a clip on um, umbrella or something like that. The, the mm-hmm. challenge is that everyone, you know, a, a lot of people want something different and unique. And so, mm-hmm. so it's, it's hard to make a one size fits all, um, uh, you know, I guess, um, solution, um, to, yeah. to that problem. So we, we don't offer that now, but it's certainly something that we're, we're looking into, but we can certainly make recommendations for people who might want something like that. Right. Like putting up a windshield and an overhead, make it like a little golf cart. Style. <laughs> we do have a customer who bought one for his daughter many years ago. And he actually, you know, for the winter months, he enclosed the whole thing. It's got like all these, you know, zippers on it. It's got like a see-through plastic, you know, you know, clear windshield. And, um, and he enclosed it all for her. And, and it's, a, it's pretty cool. A lot of customers will make their own modifications because it is so, so versatile. There's so many different things that they can do. It's a lot like a, you know, like a Jeep or an ATV where they can, buy other accessories that are that you know, you know aftermarket things um mm-hmm. you know and adapt them to be used for the terrain hopper like we you know they got fishing pole mounts and some people will will build things to carry their walker on the back of the terrain hopper i've even seen people carry their wheelchair in the back of the terrain hopper and and or a cane all sorts of different things you guys ever put a snowplow on on you know we've been asked that a couple of times uh, about a snowplow we we haven't done it yet, but it's on our it's on our future list of things that we'd like to try to do. That that would be awesome. I mean, that's a, having a snowplow on one of those. I know the tractor has an option like that. So. Yeah, yeah, the tractor has that option, which is really cool. Um, and so you know, it's something that that you know we would probably incorporate with our winch in the front, so they can because mm-hmm. when we install a winch, we have a little button. Um, on on the handlebars where you can lower the wrench or you know let it out or in, and so if you've mm-hmm. got you've got the plow connected to that, you could drop it and then you know raise it just by pushing that button. Well, yeah, and because it's an enclosed surface, you're not actually risking anything hitting you in the legs or any no snow randomly hitting you in the legs. You know, you it, it is it is open um, on the bottom by your feet, so you could have you know some snow you know, come in and, and, and you touch your feet, hit your feet, but it, it hasn't been anything that we've had anyone complain about. Cause it, you know, I've been in a, in a foot of snow and it just plows right through. Nice. You don't need a plow. Right. Right. And well, we've got, uh, we're, oh, sorry. You no, go. no, I, I was going to say, you know, we've got, you know, a number of different, um, other things. Like for example, a lot of people like to charge their phone or they like to charge their camera or maybe even connect a GoPro to their machine and film their, you know, their trail riding. Well, you know, we have two USB ports on the front of the dash. They can plug in anything USB related and charge them right up. Now that doesn't drain the battery too much or just. No, no. A USB charger. I mean, it, it, you know, it's such a small amount of, of, of watts that it's using that it really has a negligible um, impact on the, on the battery. And nice. we've even done like rope lights for people. We've done whip lights on the back, uh, spotlights, floodlights. It comes standard with a light package, but some people want extra, you know, extra lights. So 
Yeah. Now with the light package, would that drain the battery a little bit more? No, I mean, with everything being LED now, you know, and, yeah. and, and these battery packs, they, they pack so much power um, that, that having those LED lights and that type of thing, you know, isn't really going to have any, any major impact on the, you know, on the, on the range of the machine. Yeah. So you could have that dang thing to start up a fire and watch the, watch everything before bed and you'd still have a full battery beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So where do you see terrain hopper within the next five years? So I, I think we're going to continue growing. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we are hoping to be in more public areas, you know, more parks and, 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 and have them available for individuals like I said before, to borrow or, 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 or rent. Um, cause mm -hmm. I think, I, I think that's important. You know, not everyone can afford, um, the type of equipment that we're talking about today. And, and I think it's important to have those available for people so that they can experience the trails. You know, my wife and I, a few years ago, we went up to Sedona. And, and for those of you who haven't been to Arizona or Sedona, it's a beautiful, it, it, you know, it's called Red Rock Country. It's beautiful up there and it's just, it, it's unbelievable. You just can't describe it you know, until you've been there. Well, for years I'd been up there, but I always, it was always just driving through. And this time I had my terrain hopper with me and we stopped at one of the trailheads and he took my terrain hopper out. And at the trailhead, they had a, you know, kind of like a little visitor center and they had, um, you know, a bunch of maps and stuff like that. Well, there was probably, I'd say maybe eight or 10 people standing there and they were mostly um, older people. Some, you know, I think one lady had a walker and a couple people had canes or whatever. And when they saw me and my terrain hopper going out on the trail to go out on a hike, you know, they were like, how, how do we get one of those? We want to go out there, you know, on a hike, but we can't, you know, because mm -hmm. you know, there's no way they can walk that far. And so, so my dream is to, is to have, you know, uh, you know, adaptive mobility vehicles that are capable of going on hikes and things like that available in as many places as possible so that not only can wheelchair bound people, um, uh, experience that, but also people who just don't have the stamina, um, and, and who are older can do the same thing. Do you guys plan on moving to other states, having facilities open up in other states for either manufacture or distribution? No, not not right now. I mean, we have um, you know enough capacity to expand here if we need to. We decided a long time ago not to have dealers uh, because when you have dealers, that 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 doubles the price of your machine. And so mm -hmm. when we first started out, we we looked into having dealers. And when you have a dealer, they want a, a you know, a 50% a margin. So what that means is, that, is if they're buying the, the you know, vehicle from the manufacturer for, let's say, 10 grand, they're going to sell it. Yeah. They're going to sell it for 20 or 19 or 18, something around there. And so with, with our types of vehicles, whether it's the track chair or the outrider or the terrain hopper, you know, 99% of the time, it's private pay. Yeah, and you know, insurance companies aren't necessarily going to cover it. And so, knowing that, we decided we weren't going to do any, 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 uh, you know, dealers to keep the cost down. 
But I tell you what we do have, we have amazing customers all around the country who have told us, hey, is anyone in my area that wants to see one or test drive one? Let me know. I'd be more than happy to show them. And so, nice. so, so we've had literally dozens and dozens of customers that have done, you know, we, you know, we call them show and tells. They've done show and tells for potential customers. And, and that actually works out really nice because the, the, the customer can tell them their experience. And, and, you know, you're, you're hearing from the actual customer that purchased their machine, what the purchasing process was, you know, yeah. optimization process and that type of thing. So do you, how many states have you shipped to already? We've shipped to, I think there's six states that we haven't shipped anything to yet. So, you know, so we've done, you know, uh, you know, 44 states. Um, and, and there's, like I said, there's six we haven't shipped to. It's kind of weird because we haven't like, like, uh, I think like North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming is kind of, that's kind of a little bit of a dead area for us in there, which is a little bit unusual. Um, but, but we've filled in, you know, a, a lot of the other states. Um, so, so we're working right. on it. We're working on it. Right. So do you want to tell my listeners where to reach you for Terrain Hopper or? Sure. So if you go to terrainhopperusa.com, it's T-E-R-R-A-I-M-H-O-P-P-E-R-U-S-A.com. That's our website. And uh, we're located in Tempe, Arizona. And if you ever find yourself here in the Valley, give us a call and you could come in. We could give you a factory tour. Uh, we have we have demo models of the terrain hopper. We've got a big area behind our facility with hills and logs and steps and a big kind of like a, a, a big test track. And we'd love to have you come in and, and 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 try them out. And then if you're in another state and you like to see one or try one, reach out to us because you know there's a lot of instances where there's some nonprofit organizations that have terrain hoppers and they'll they'll meet you at the beach. Like, you know, in, in, in Wilmington, uh, North Carolina, they have a couple terrain hoppers, um, at a place called access Wilmington, and they can meet you at the beach and let you take the terrain hoppers out. And there's a bunch of different organizations like that, um, that, that will help you out. So even if you can't afford one, reach out to us and, and let's see, <clears throat> excuse me, what we can do and, uh, try to get you in one to at least experience it, you know, in your area. Yep. Uh, do you want to tell anybody about social media or? Yeah. So we have, we have a YouTube page. It's, it's uh, terrain hopper USA. We have, uh, you know, Instagram, we got Twitter, we got, uh, Facebook. And so we, we usually do a different post every day. Um, mm -hmm. a picture or a video, you know, customers send us pictures and videos of them all the time out doing fun stuff. And that's, we, we really enjoy that. Usually, you know, on a Monday or Tuesday, we start getting a bunch of pictures and videos and, and of what people had done over the weekend. And, and we share those with our, uh, you know, with all of our employees. And, and it's really, it's really a lot of fun. Right. Well, uh, thank you for coming on and telling us about your great machine. It's been a pleasure talking with you and learning about the train hopper. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on your, on your podcast. Well, thank you. And Thank you, everyone, for listening, and remember, stay adaptive.